0: Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. And today's guest is Gregory Byshaw, who's the president and CEO of Alaska Energy Metals Corporation, who are advancing their Nicola project, a sulfide nickel and battery metals project uh, with a multi-million pound nickel potential, and aiming to supply uh, the essential strategic metals required to secure uh, American energy's, energy future and drive electric vehicle revolution. Gregory is a senior uh, seasoned exploration uh, explorationist uh, with a solid track record of success and highly knowledgeable on the geology of magnetic uh, nickel, copper, platinum deposits. Um, He sits on the board of uh, Alaska Resource Development Corporation um, and serves on the Alaska Minerals uh, Commission. Um, And he's here today to tell us a little bit more about the company and what they're looking to achieve. So that's welcome, uh, Gregory, to the podcast. How are you doing, Gregory?
1: I'm doing great, Rob. Thanks very much for the invitation.
0: Yeah, and I appreciate your time as well. Um, I'm, and obviously, you're in, in London at the moment. Um, same, Obviously, same place as myself. Uh, but obviously, you're uh, originally from Lascaux. So I wonder if you can tell us a little bit about your career and about your background so our audience knows uh, a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, well, that's uh, right. Uh, Alaska is home base for me and, and has been, well, ever since 1995. But it is nice to visit here in London, although, uh, you know, I don't think the weather is all that much different between uh, Anchorage and London right now, although I know we've got more snow at home. Um, but yeah, uh, great to be visiting here, uh, talking about uh, our, our new company. But yeah, on the background... Uh, I ended up in Alaska uh, as a a, a young geologist uh, working for INCO. Uh, At the time, INCO was the biggest nickel mining company in the world, now gobbled up by Vale. Uh, But uh, uh, I was sent to Alaska to to look for nickel uh, at a specific spot that I've now reacquired, uh, the mineral rights to the Nikolai project and uh and so we're we're working on it again uh, i spent five years working on it for inco we made some really interesting discoveries it wasn't enough to keep the company uh, still in alaska but uh, uh, now uh, things are different for nickel and uh, i've come back
0: to it um so yeah i wonder if you can just tell us a little bit more about alaska energy metals corporation as a as an organization Sure. Uh, A fairly new company. We've really
1: only started it in in April of this year. We were quite successful in raising funds for the project. A Canadian 12 million was raised and uh, uh, I immediately began uh, drilling uh, exploration drill holes on the nickel mineralization that I knew was there from past work. Uh, there was historical drill holes that intersected uh, you know, rather astounding thicknesses of nickel sulfide mineralization. Thick uh, and it's continuous. The grade, uh, the concentration of metal is not really high, but given the homogeneity of the deposit, its continuity, Uh, We think uh, that that there's enough there to potentially have a very profitable, large-scale mining operation. Uh, uh, We have a lot more work to do to prove uh, that the nickel is really there, but we're off to a great start. Uh, We recently announced the the maiden resource uh, for the project. It's two separate deposits, at least they're separate right now. Uh, two separate deposits, uh, approximately three kilometers apart. Uh, and in total, between the two, there's uh contained nickel of more than 1.5 billion pounds. Uh, you know, that's a big number, but uh, I'm confident that uh, when we drill further holes in between these two deposits, we're going to end up joining them together. And uh, if I'm right in that, uh, then we've really got uh, quite a large nickel deposit that will be measured in, in many billions of tons.
0: Um, how do you foresee the Nikolai pro- uh, Nikolai pro- nickel project uh, impacting the nickel market? Um, and what are the sort of current trends and demands for uh, nickel? Well, yeah. Um,
1: the thing I like the most is that this is a, a, a nickel deposit on uh, American soil and uh, potentially can supply some of uh, the United States' uh, nickel needs. Uh, 100% of the nickel that the U.S. consumes is imported. Uh, good neighbor Canada sends a lot of nickel to the United States, uh, around half of uh, U.S. consumption, but um, you know Canada is building battery plants, which consume a lot of nickel, and so I'm just wondering if Canada is going to be able to continue to send uh, all that nickel to the U.S., which is also building uh, electric car battery plants uh, all over the place. So, uh, and we haven't touched on yet that yet, but I think that's uh, you know the electric car battery uh, revolution. has the potential to increase demand for nickel many fold. And uh, I think uh, nickel will probably be the choke point metal uh, for this transition. Lithium is very important, too. But I know as a geologist that nickel is a very difficult metal to find, especially uh, in large scale, uh, rich deposits. So I think... um, These uh, bulk tonnage, lower grade deposits are probably the next generation, the future of nickel mining.
0: Are there any uh, specific market challenges uh, or opportunities that Alaska Energy Metals uh, is addressing uh, through, through this project?
1: Well, yes. I mean, there's uh, on any uh, exploration development project, there, there's always uh, risks. Uh, uh, first of all, the things we can control, uh, uh, such as uh, metallurgy recovery rates for the metals, we've got lots of testing to do on that. Um, there's always a uh, risk of opposition to a project. I think we're in a very formidable spot uh, here in Alaska uh, with no particularly strong uh, environmental or ecological considerations. Um, So those are uh, things somewhat in our control uh, uh, market forces uh, are not. Um, And I, I think one of the potential risks and what we're seeing right now, even that there's A strong demand for nickel, projected to be very, very strong demand, yet the price of nickel is not that strong. And uh, honestly, the projections for the next uh, couple of years are not that strong. And I think the main reason is that uh, Indonesia, uh, New Caledonia, Philippines, uh, countries that are producing laterite nickel have the capability to expand their uh, mining rates uh, uh to to meet that demand uh, and so i think that's what's keeping the price and the projection soft
0: uh, you mentioned obviously canada is sending a lot of nickel uh into the us um i just wonder if you can just explain how the the, the actual domestic nickel production is different uh than some international uh, nickel production um, I suppose, what are the, the pros and cons? Um, and obviously, given the U.S. is only one active uh, nickel mine left, how does the country anticipate becoming a, a leader in the EV uh, revolution uh, under these current circumstances? Well, uh,
1: the... Uh, current United States administration certainly wants to is promoting uh, adoption of electric vehicles and renewable power sources, uh, things like like this. Um, but it's got to be sure that it's got the raw materials and that there's A secure, regular uh, supply of them. And right now, I think the United States is really at risk because it's given up a lot of its metal supply lines. It hasn't uh, certainly actively encouraged uh, mine development in its own country, but I think it has to, uh, or or it'll continue to be highly vulnerable to supply disruptions that uh, will be quite undesirable. So, uh, that's uh, something I think the United States really has to work on. And when it comes to nickel, uh, you know, as I mentioned, it's not that common a metal. And, uh, you know, it's restricted to associations with very specific rock types, which are not commonly distributed over the earth generally, and especially not in the United States. Uh, Alaska, um, uh, Montana, uh minnesota michigan these are about the only states where geologically nickel can occur Uh, so if the united states wants to mine nickel at home uh, then uh, better get it underway and alaska would be a great spot i think alaska generally could prove to be uh, just a major reservoir of Uh, battery-type metals, energy metals, including nickel. Alaska has been a spectacularly wealthy state because of oil, and it still is, uh, producing major amounts of uh, petroleum on the North Slope. Uh, But uh, our our great state has the potential to be just as strong in metal production as well, uh, provided that the federal government, uh, along with the state government, encourages that development
0: I suppose following on from this and obviously limitations of nickel in the U.S., um, hypothetically speaking, what would happen if the U.S. had no access to nickel um, and supply disruptions did kick in? Um, what do you think would be the, the consequences if that such a event occurred or a similar kind of event where there is a limited supply of nickel um, for what? That the U.S. are looking to 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 achieve.
1: Well, unfortunately, I think that's what it might take is a, an emergency where all of a sudden supply is cut off, and that the uh, leaders of our country will realize, wow, we really do need to mine uh, at home, and we really need to encourage uh, developers like Alaska Energy Metals to uh, to uh, build their resources uh, uh, supply out. Um, hopefully it doesn't come to that, but you know it, it may very well. Uh, and so um, we'll have to see how that uh, comes about. But um, yeah, a big supply disruption is going to disrupt uh, the smooth transition or expansion uh, to electric vehicles, um, not to mention the myriad other things that nickel is used for from uh, aerospace applications and stuff. The stainless steel uh, being right now the main use for nickel. Yeah, it's extremely important metal. But all the metals are important. And the United States really has to uh, secure supply lines and more aggressively
0: encourage domestic mineral development. Um, you've got the elections coming up uh, next year. Um, do you believe that there will be changes uh, to the trajectory of the EV Uh, industry Um, and should that change uh, take place if there's obviously new leadership
1: yeah i think um you know, if there's a, a change in, in leadership, things uh, will change. Uh, it seems like the uh, right-leaning uh, Republican side is more pro-business, more, more pro-resource development uh, than the, the somewhat left-leaning uh, Democratic side. Um, and, and then, so that that's good. Maybe the the policies uh, towards uh, mineral resource development might be more favorable. Under uh, Republican administration, but uh, at the same time, uh, Republicans are less inclined to force uh, a transition to electric vehicles, uh, which is more or less what's being doing being done right now by by more left-leaning uh, federal and state uh, government. Uh, there's mandates to move to electric vehicles. And, You know, some people don't uh, accept that. They don't like being pushed into anything. Uh, uh, My personal feeling is that uh, people are going to adopt electrical vehicles uh, as a choice because they're fun to drive, they accelerate very well. And uh, as the charging infrastructure is is built out, um, I think they're an an exceptionally uh, nice vehicle to, to drive. and I think they'll continue to be adopted by the population, no matter what government is in charge.
0: Um, one of you can just uh, provide us uh, on the environmental considerations taken uh, into account in the development of uh, the nickel nickel project. Um, I suppose current, current and future environmental considerations.
1: Right. Well, you know that's the main reason. I think that we should develop uh, resources at home in, in the United States uh, and in Canada, where we have the world uh, leading uh, environmental uh, regulation and oversight. Uh, we really do know how to do it right here. The, the mines, uh, at least the ones in Alaska that I know very well, they are just uh, excellent uh, operations that uh, are very uh, um, protective of the the environment. Um, And that's not the case all over the world, unfortunately. And uh, that is a difference between the the type of nickel that's produced by the the main producers uh, in Indonesia and the other uh, equatorial countries. That's uh, what our geologists call laterite nickel. That uh, is really an enriched soil layer uh, below the jungle. So, you know, to mine that, uh, the the jungle is removed, the overburden is removed, the enriched soil is uh, mined. Everything's uh, replaced and reclaimed, I think, to the standards of the country. Um, But then much of the nickel is smelted using coal-fired plants that uh, that have a very large carbon footprint then. And if the whole idea is to use this metal in car batteries to reduce the amount of carbon going in the air, then this is very uh, counterproductive and sort of destroys the point by using that type of nickel. We're much better off to use sulfide nickel, uh, which uh, is hard rock Uh, nickel that we mine, uh, you know, in in North America and Russia and and many other places. Uh, But it's uh, definitely uh, a better nickel when it comes to carbon going into the atmosphere.
0: Uh, What sustainability measures uh, are integrated uh, into the project's design and execution?
1: Right. Well, uh, I like the idea of having a a fleet of electric pickup trucks uh, on on my project. It's not quite possible yet in Alaska to to practically do that. Uh, But that's one of my goals uh, in the future. uh, you know, we, we try our best at every stage, even in this early uh, exploration stage, uh, to be uh, protective of the environment, to have uh, uh, high uh, integrity and, and social uh, uh, governance, uh, social license to operate. We try our best to really integrate into nearby communities and be respectful of the people there. Um so uh, yeah, we integrate that into to every level, even as an early stage uh, exploration company, but going forward into the future, I really imagine uh, if there is a mine built at, at Nikolai, that it'd it be an absolute state of the art uh, mine uh, that, that really might even be able to achieve a net zero uh, operation uh it, it may be possible and uh, I know that we can build a mind that's uh, protective of uh, the <laughs> the particular environment that we're in at Nikolai.
0: How does um the company plan to engage uh and with the benefit of the local communities um in the in the vicinity of the project what are you looking to to do with um, the local communities?
1: Right. But, you know, there is no local community right
0: nearby.
1: The, the, the closest uh, community is uh, is roughly 70 kilometers to uh, the, the north of the project area along uh, the Richardson Highway. It's called Delta Junction. And, you know, we're already engaged with that community because uh, that's where. Uh, we set up shop uh, for our our geologic uh, laboratory. So our geologists were stationed there this past summer, uh, stayed at a, a local uh, lodge that provided uh, food and accommodations for you know, roughly 20 people. And uh, <clears throat> as a result, we're, we're integrating into the community. Uh, we're part of it and we consume local services and, uh, Introduced ourselves around, and uh, and we'll continue to advance that uh, as uh, our company grows and the operations uh, involve more people. Uh, we're we're happy to be in in Delta Junction, and uh, it's a, a, a sort of a real business community. It is a junction; two highways come together there, so lots of. Uh, 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 uh commerce uh, ongoing in delta junction is still only a, a small community but it's it's quite a bustling place and uh, we're happy to be a part of it and look forward to becoming a bigger part of it um but, you know uh, more local to the project uh <clears throat> there is uh use of uh, the area not not right at the project but maybe You know, within uh, 15 or 20 uh, kilometers or miles of the project, uh, there's quite a bit of recreational activity. Uh, There's some nice places to go canoeing and uh, river rafting. And in the winter, it's a popular area amongst uh, snowmobilers. Um, I don't see our operation having any effect on those activities whatsoever. Uh, If and when a mine is built, uh, we would be quite distant from that activity. Uh, The the, the deposit is kind of tucked away in a corner uh, up against the Alaska Range Mountains in an area that historically no one's ever really gone to. So I, I don't see having a negative impact on, on those folks who, while it's not a community, it, it, it is, a, in some ways, uh, people who we have to respect and, uh, and uh, uh, understand uh, their concerns as well.
0: Um, what are the next steps uh, and milestones for the Eureka Nickel Project uh, in, in the coming months and years?
1: Yeah, so so Eureka is uh, a subset of the the Nikolai project. It's the place where we've now established that there there is nickel in the ground with a bona fide uh, uh, National instrument 43 hundred one uh, resource calculation uh, announced uh, just earlier this week. Uh, the maiden resource. So uh, this is where we suspect there is quite a large uh, bulk tonnage, uh, low metal concentration uh, nickel deposit. And so we've got to keep proving that. We, we made the, the first announcement, uh, uh, and that was based uh, strictly on some of the historical drill holes uh, that, uh, that had been drilled. We were able to t- obtain the assay certificates and drill logs from uh, the historical work and calculate on that basis. But we drilled our own holes uh, over the course of this past summer too. Uh, Those assay results are rolling in. We've announced uh, half of them so far. We'll have the rest in hand within a couple of weeks and then on that basis we can calculate an update to our, our resource which uh, i'm pretty sure will at least uh, double uh, the amount of metals that we know about so far uh, as a as a guess i could say that um <clears throat> and so uh next summer we would continue to drill probably even more aggressively to really uh, get our arm arms around uh, how big uh, the deposit is, its its aerial looks ex- and At the same time, in tandem, we have to do the metallurgical uh, bench scale testing work to determine what is the recovery rate of, of the various metals uh, the, that constitute the deposit. How much nickel do we get back? Does the platinum and palladium that we know exists go with the nickel? or Uh, You know, there's so many uh, combinations and permutations and and testing uh, optimization that'll have to be done. It'll take years really uh, to work on the metallurgy and the recovery, but we'll get the initial results uh sometime about six from months from now Uh, that of course then all plays into uh the early economic studies which we would start late next year uh, a pre-feasibility study and then in in the ensuing year move to to a feasibility study full-blown so uh those are the sort of steps a project like this has to go through uh we, we will build out the value of the company uh on the basis of this uh, bulk tonnage uh, deposit that we know about. But at the same time, there's uh, potential to discover uh, high-grade sulfide deposits uh, uh, as well. And, uh, you know, that could make a huge difference. We've developed some very strong drill targets uh, and uh, we'll we'll test that potential next summer with a, a sort of roving drill that, that's meant to try and make uh, new uh, rich discoveries. Uh, so uh, exciting times for the project next year, uh, next summer will be a, a great time for our geologists in the field.
0: Yeah. yeah. And lastly, uh, and concluding, what's the outlook for the sort of next six to nine months? Um, and is there anything else that you'd like to uh, add And uh, tell our audience
1: yeah no uh, plenty of news flow as i mentioned assay results to to be published uh, new uh, resource update to publish uh, metallurgical results and then uh, uh, we'll uh, raise money uh, in advance of uh, next summer's uh, drilling campaign Uh, it'll be an aggressive campaign and uh, i think uh, we will uh You'll have a very good chance of raising all the money that we need we've had a lot of interest in in our project and and uh it seems like uh, people are really supporting what we're doing so uh we look forward to uh to wrapping up next year to uh, a bigger program
0: thank you for your time gregory really appreciate you uh give us an update on uh, alaska energy metals um, wish you well for the remainder of the year going into 2024. Um, if our audience wants to reach out to you, if they have any questions, um, how can they go about doing that? What social media, uh, are you on, uh, providing obviously all the news flow?
1: Yep. By all means, uh, you can find us in, in the usual spots, uh, Rob. And the, the only other thing I'd just uh, point out is that, uh, you know, right now our shares are trading at a around 55 uh, cents, Uh, the market capitalization of the company is just $30 million. Uh, You compare uh, us with some of our peers, uh, for example, Canada Nickel, who's uh, a few years advanced of us, but developing a a similar deposit, uh, they they measure their market cap uh, up near $200 million. So I think uh, as this news unfolds over the next six to nine months, uh, investors uh, might might look uh, uh, for us to gap up uh, to a similar market capitalization and share price. So uh, I'm glad you made contact. Uh, Please do keep an eye on our progress and uh, I'll certainly uh, do my best to keep you and uh, your followers informed.
0: Yeah, certainly will then Uh, you're more than welcome to come on there sometime later next year and give us an update on the, uh, on the project. I'd like that. Thanks. Yeah. Great. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, Obviously, as Gregory mentioned, nickel is in, in short supply especially at the moment and especially short supply in the us um so appreciate your continued support please keep sharing these episodes like i said i always share these episodes with people within our mining industry but also people outside of our mining industry because we want to we want to promote mining um and there's a lot of examples as to why uh mining is a great industry to be in so Really appreciate your continued support. Please keep sharing these episodes far and wide uh, to to get the message out. Well, until next time, happy mining. Thank you for listening. Remember to reach out to Rob via the show notes and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, happy mining. Helping each other to improve the mining industry.